0: My name is Nate. You guys know me as Stripe Life. I'm gonna kick off the show tonight, so welcome to the Keep Off the Grass livecast on this very special Groundhog's Day. So, nice. you know, so I'm gonna say that again. Welcome to the Keep Off the Grass livecast on Groundhog's Day. No, I'm just messing with everyone. <laughs> so, you know, it's February already. You know, it's kind of hard to believe that it's February already, which means, you know, for most of us, we're starting that little countdown about a month or so and we're gonna we're gonna start licking our lips and getting ready to get out in that lawn. Uh, I know you guys out on the east coast you're probably not doing much lawn thinking right now as you got dumped on by a foot of snow but uh mm. it's coming so as you guys shoveled out the snow blowed out just remember those uh green grasses days are coming so get ready uh tonight on our show we're gonna go over pre-emergence we're just gonna kind of talk about it you know, we're not pros. We're not experts by any means. You know, we're just 13 DIY lawn dads who we got nice lawns, you know, and we think we know what we're doing. We're going to talk about kind of our experiences, what products we use, why we use them, and just bullshit, okay? We're just going to talk a little bit. Uh, we do have a couple giveaways tonight. We got the Toro sunglasses. We're going to give those away. We also have the... Um, Sean, he's going to do his Berenbrug box. We're going to do that right away here. But nice. uh, you know, as we as we like to kick things off, guys, you know, what do we do? We need to grab our glass, hold that baby up. Everyone, get your glasses up. Two extra points for drinking a bush light tonight. <laughs> and remember, keep off the grass, boys. <laughs> keep, keep off the grass. Guys. So. I like to start things off by. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I'd like to start things off by welcoming our newest. We got an 18 year old new team member on the show. Wait, wait never mind. Brent, is that? Wait, what? I thought we had a new guy sitting in Brent's chair. He's like, you know, some little 18 year old 18-year-old kid that was off the street. <laughs> 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 That's pretty good. Uh, apparently, apparently. Brent couldn't handle his first beard, so uh he
1: didn't, <laughs> oh my he didn't trim it off. So uh oh but God no I, I mean it was looking good too, man. I don't know. I wish you know I I can't do that. So I'm jelly. Yeah, you know, I uh weird. I
2: you know I decided to um I trimmed it down and I just wasn't happy with the results. So I was like, all right, well screw it. I'm just gonna whack it and start over so start no. over. that good is what, what she <laughs> said
0: oh, don't do <laughs> it i yeah. you know what you're saying there man <laughs> yeah, just good thing you weren't manscaping while you're doing that
2: yeah you're not right you're not wrong
0: <laughs> so, no like i said guys we got a good show um let's get it let's get the conversation going um uh, but first sean i'm gonna turn it over to you let's go ahead and let's uh let's see what's in that box and who's gonna win that sucker
3: yeah, man. Well, thanks to uh, to Baron Brog for sending over the little swag pack. So, uh, as a reminder, we got uh, we got a nice uh, uh, healthy grass technology Baron Brog hat, uh, and because the winter is still upon us, there's a nice little uh, winter Baron Brog hat, uh, and then some other little things: a pen, and I'm adding in this will be the first ever recipient of a ooh, custom Sean's Midwest Lawn. Uh, koozie,
1: a little
3: nice, can, right. little can snugly. So yeah, so maybe Nate, if yucks, you win, you can. What's that? How many of those koozies you got? Well, that's for me to know and you to find <laughs> out. <mate. laughs> I don't, if, if you win the if you win the giveaway, you can uh, wrap your latte in it, but. uh I'm just I'm just kidding. The, the keep off the grass cast and our immediate friends and family are ineligible to win the, the contest. Uh, but I got so so thanks to everybody that entered, and again thanks for Baron Brog for uh, for sending uh, the swag pack. Uh, so everybody that entered on my Instagram at Sean's Midwest Lawn uh, followed the rules. Not uh, all you little shirkers out there that didn't do it the right way. Uh, all your names are in the hat, and uh, we'll go ahead and uh, and draw the winner right now.
4: So. We have. Holy, hit that sound. Ready?
3: <laughs> Homestead Lawns. What? No! Hey, what? Oh, <laughs> get Again? So,
5: get out of here. Wow. you just win a giveaway
6: yesterday?
5: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Giveaway. <laughs> like yeah. away. But hey, but he, he, I got a giveaway. I'm a lucky I, guy. I, I congratulate him. He, he, there, yeah. there were there were like four or five entries because he he went crazy uh, tagging wow. people and, and getting entries. So homestead nice. mm-hmm. Uh send me a little a little slide up in the DMs and give me your address <laughs> and uh, and I'll I'll get the get the prize pack out to you.
7: He, I think he's the new swag king. king.
6: Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, man, I think he's taking you over, dude. That's crazy. No he's way. Like, he's like the sixth man
0: too. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, well, I would say um, homestead. If you're not buying the lottery <laughs> tickets every single week, you better start. Okay.
5: <laughs>
0: that was crazy. Mild. So, yeah, someone someone on the chat already said it's rigged.
8: <laughs>
0: yeah, no, it's
3: I feel like open good. up another open up another uh, uh paper, like another one just <laughs> as a backup. <laughs> it's all
8: homestead.
3: He doesn't do. Um, it. Yeah. Well, there's there's like five more in there for homestead, so my it might be it might be him again. So who knows?
0: <laughs> so, all right. So awesome giveaway. So congratulations homestead on your fiftieth giveaway win this month.
8: Okay. Great. <laughs> right. so,
0: so yeah. So as I said, guys, we're gonna talk about pre-emergence tonight. Um, by by all means, we're not we're not pros. We don't have you know. lawn lawn care businesses we're just a bunch of diy dads we're gonna chat talk about what we use why we use what's the purpose of using it you know just kind of explain a little bit and have a good conversation drink a couple beers and we promise we promise we got a timer set we're gonna keep this sucker under an hour tonight so at about 45 minutes if we're still rolling in the chat you guys start yelling at us and uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to the Toro giveaway
8: and we'll wrap it up. So, Hey, guys, don't forget to hit that like, too. We got uh, about 33 people. We got 12 likes so far. So if you like what's going on, so hit that like button. And
7: uh, no matter what product you're using, always just remember to read the labels and follow the label instructions.
8: That's it. That's it.
7: <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> label is
3: the
0: law, man. Yeah, So with that, I mean, who wants to kind of kick it off and who wants to chat and, you know, share your, share your opinions and and
3: whatnot. Well, I'll, I'll I'll kick it off. I, while we're, before we get into specifics, I read a, uh, a pretty interesting article and I think I shared it with, with some folks uh, from North Carolina State University, uh, which academic resources, always the best kind of information to use to to base your decisions off of. Um, But. The article kind of went into uh, one of their turf uh, professors saying that because of uh, some of the climate data that he's been seeing, he's recommending everybody get out a little bit earlier than normal and actually apply pre-emergence maybe two weeks earlier than usual. So for me, I usually shoot, uh, you know, by uh, April 1st. I'm in St. Louis, uh, so, you know, not as south as North Carolina. So we get a little bit more time. Uh, but, but in, 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 Missouri, you know, it still, still warms up, uh, around April 1st and, uh, you know, April 15th is usually the, 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 the last date that's typical, uh, for, for when, uh, we kind of see that, that, that magic temperature of, you know, the 55 degree soil temperature hit. Um, so I'm going to shoot actually probably for around, uh, St. Patrick's day, maybe St. Patrick's day weekend or the weekend after to make sure I'm down. Uh, by the end of March, uh, with my pre-emergent, uh, just to make sure that I'm covered uh, in case those temperatures start shooting up a little, little earlier than normal. So, something so to think what's, about. Uh,
1: what's significant about the 55 degree? And we're talking, we're talking about soil temperatures, right? So we're doing, are right. looking at, you know, two inch, two inch down soil temperatures. and she Ambient air. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, so what's yeah, 55? Right. right. So fifty to fifty-five is when the crabgrass starts germinating, uh, and the whole point of pre-emergence—you know—we we haven't even really talked about that. Just to to get everybody thinking and knowing what they are, uh, it's it's that that product, that pre-emergent herbicide product that you put down on the grass to keep uh, weeds, usually like grassy weeds, like crabgrass, especially from. Uh, being able to germinate, so it actually uh, puts like a barrier on your soil in the first couple inches of your soil that keeps uh, keeps the weeds and really any plant from being able to, to germinate uh, and put out put out roots and being able to grow and sprout from a seed. So, uh, you know, we all have crabgrass seeds sitting dormant on our grass right now, uh, so it keeps it keeps those from from being able to germinate, uh, which they typically do uh, once the ground temperature. Uh, hits around 50 55 degrees so you want to have your product out before then well before then uh, and like i said even you know the 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 article that i was reading was uh you know maybe even two weeks earlier uh than than yeah. normal than than we normally would so
1: nice yeah definitely it, it uh i think pre-emergent ever since i started using it it was about i think this is my this will be my third year putting down pre-emergent on my lawn and man it's made a huge a huge difference especially when you compare it to the neighbors I mean you think about what uh you know you want to have a nice healthy lawn thick lawn you know that seems to be the first defense against weeds is a nice thick lawn because you kind of crowd out the ability for those to really reach above the the threshold of the the grass blades but you know if you do get weeds that pop up and you can't if you can't stop them before they start you're going to have those bare spots you know at at the end of the season and that just exacerbates the problem and allows more weeds to to infiltrate so i think uh you know pre-emergent since i've been using it it's been it's been fire I, i really i really like using it and you know it seems like you could you know the more you use it you know season on season you may not need to use as much right once you start controlling those those weeds you can focus on a healthy lawn. And then from there, you know, you may not need to put down as much possibly. I don't know. What do you guys think?
9: It's also very important to know when, uh, when not to put it as well. Uh, for Down here, if you, if you sod, you can't put a, a, a pre-emergent within a whole season. As well as new, new seed. I'm pretty sure from you guys up there, you, can, you can't throw any type of a pre-emergent. Why? Because it will stop the root from growing. So,
3: we,
4: yeah. you gotta be very
9: careful with that. Super, super care- careful. And trust me, I did that mistake a long time ago, <laughs> and it wasn't a milon. It wasn't
3: yeah. a milon. Oh no. And 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 uh-huh. David, you you're talking about like um, you're a you got warm season grass, right? You're, you're down in yeah. way south mm-hmm. Texas, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So so the yeah. the. The, the gra- you know if you're put if you're thinking about new grass in the spring which I think is what you were kind of meaning David if, if you Ooh. know warm season grasses go from you know sod or, or plugs uh, cool season from sod or seed uh, and if you're doing that in the spring which is also the time when you're applying your pre-emergent uh, you're gonna stop your grass seed from being able to sprout and grow and you're gonna stop your sod from being able to put uh, roots exactly. down to, to, to take thank you. So you got you to be careful. There's, there's one pre-emergent you can use in that kind of situation, uh, the, the mesotrione uh, tenacity. You tenacity, can use that, as, yeah. Yeah, you could use that as a pre-emergent. Uh, it'll only give you like a month max, like 28 day, 21 to 28 days coverage. So you know, put it down, put your seed down, uh, let it sprout and grow, and then hit it with something like prodiamine. Uh, or dithiopyr to get that kind of season-long extended coverage over the over the new grass after it's starting to grow.
4: So you guys think um, there's only two pre-emergence, prodymine and dithiopyr. All, you think that's the only also, two we only two to use? There's,
9: there's pendimethalin.
4: I use pendimethalin a
9: lot, which is the the oh, previous uh, the previous uh, mix from Lesco zero zero seven. That was the what they were used before. I think now they're using prodymine.
3: Mm. in their new in the new mix
8: yeah scott's um, halts is that uh one too yeah yeah we got a quick question uh, george princess cut in here he just wants to know if guys were if you guys rotate pre-emergence or just throw down prodiging all the time
7: oh, that's a good, good point. question george <laughs> do, 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 do.
8: <laughs> what's up george
5: what's going on thanks for the question george
8: No, I I know for me,
5: I'll I'll, I'll kind of talk about that a little bit and then, you know, just real quick, uh, you know, I've switched it up. I know my first year I used the Anderson's Barricade, which is like a 0.48% per diamine, which, you know, it's supposed to, you know, block and kill off, uh, you know, grassy and broadleaf weeds. And um, this ending of this for the post-emergent, I was using Image and 2,4-D. Uh, to take care of both of those. And now coming into my pre-emergent for the the spring, it's going to be my first time I'm using Prodiamine. So pretty excited to see how it works compared to the Prodiamine. I've, I've, the, the, I mean, not the Prodiamine, the Barricade. The Barricade for me, I thought it worked really well. So I want to say the Prodiamine works compared to that.
1: A lot of the stuff that I've been reading, it definitely talked about you'll want to rotate uh, your pre-emergence I don't know that it necessarily has to be every season um I mean we're not, we're talking about turf grass not you know crops and corn and soybeans and stuff like that uh they have I mean the stuff I was reading they have way complex uh you know weed uh, prevention and, and killing processes but I've used prodigy I mean, this will be my third year and then but definitely next year I'll be switching over to the thai however however it's pronounced um And I think that the benefit of those is is they're, they're, they have different, they work on the same, they work on microtubules, root development, shoot development, but the chemical structures are are different enough to where it wouldn't be like using, so like HALTS or the uh, pentamethylene and and prodiamine are are the same class. So I I don't know that I would use
8: those in alternate,
1: but definitely the dithiapir and prodiamine, you know, back and forth every few seasons. So I haven't used that yet, but that's what I'll be buying next year for sure.
3: And the, 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 the gives you a little bit of, um, it'll actually kill little seedling weeds too. Um, so if, if you're a little bit late getting your pre-emergent out and you're, you're starting to you know, get, I mean, you, you can't let them get, you know, get get, can't let them get too big, but once they actually start to sprout, uh, the, the Dithiopyr will, will take care of those two little sproutlings little sprouted weeds um, before they get too big. Um, so that's one of the benefits of using that. But uh, so I, I have uh, turf type tall fescue in uh, St. Louis. Uh, and I actually do uh, split prodiamine apps. So I, st- I stick with prodiamine. And I but I do split apps. So I calculate how much I'm going to be using. And then I apply half. And I'll, like I said, I'll probably do that by the end of uh, end of March, sometime between St. Patrick's Day and the end of March. And, uh, and then, uh, I think about six weeks later as the soil temps, uh, climbing up around 65 or 70 that, and then I'll, I'll hit the second app and then that'll give me, uh, three months of coverage, uh, from, from that last app too. And that'll carry me all the way through, uh, the summer. And it also gets, you know, almost like a double dose of, of, uh, of pre-emergent down right as the weed pressure is the highest, uh, right rate is that the crabgrass is starting to sprout and, and, and go crazy, uh, you know, around 65 fish degrees of soil temperature.
8: How many yeah, of you guys are using uh, spraying compared to granular?
9: Um, I have a better control on spraying, actually, but I, I, like, uh, I like to use my spreader, uh, granular form when it comes to, to pre-emergent. That's just me, though. But it's a big debate, actually. Yeah. Huge debate. There's no right or wrong. It's just what's what's better for you, to be honest. Yeah.
5: yeah. I, and, other, and other than the barricade that I used last year, uh, I mean, it's all spray for me.
3: Yeah, I mean, the, the key is if you're really confident and comfortable spraying your yard, then spray is a great option. You're going to get great coverage. If you're really confident with using your spreader, Go ahead and spread it, your your pre-emergent and, and get coverage. Make sure you're doing the, you know, the north, south, east, west, alternating passes so you're getting better coverage over your yard. But just do whichever mode, like whichever mode of application you're most confident and comfortable doing, because this is one you don't wanna, you know, you don't want to mess up and miss spots or uh, or apply too much in some areas, uh, and, and miss areas altogether. You you have to you have to get good good coverage with with pre-emergent to get that get that barrier over your your whole yard and not miss spots
7: yeah and uh dave belecki beat me to it but uh you've got to water it in uh it's extremely important to water it in (laughs) Um, we did have a few questions coming in asking about split apps anyone have experience with split apps that can speak to that
3: yeah that's what i do i do split apps at prodiamine
1: yeah, I do the same thing and it, it works really well. And then by the time, you know, so I'm in the Midwest too, uh, Missouri, just like Sean. And I'll do the same thing. Once those soil temps hit 70, I'll put my second application down, which I think for me was the end of May last mm-hmm. year, if I if I wrote it down, right. Um, and that carried me all the way into September. And then by then, uh, you know, the, the weeds are pretty much done and the pre-emergence wearing off and boom, overseeding time. And man, it, the timing worked out great for fall overseeding. So it, it covered me all season long. And then, you know, it wore off just in time for overseeding. So I guess I got a question it's talking split apps. So let's say it's,
0: you know, temps are what they are. You hit your April 1st application and you get into May, Sean, you said your second app is more closer to May. If you get to that point and you got weeds coming up, would you go to another pre-emergent or would you look more post-emergent with like a weed and feed type of application
9: well remember that pre-emergent won't kill any any active
0: weed. that's what so i'm saying
9: it so see so we just prevent now uh, you can just use uh, some type of post-emergent selective or non-selective depends on what you're what you're going
1: through that's it yeah i think yes, you would um, have to at that point you'd need to find a a post-emergent that would tackle whatever you got, whatever you got coming up. I mean, there are, there definitely, one of the questions was, you know, will it kill all the broadleaf species? And I think that's a good question because definitely, you know, pre-emergence don't kill everything. Um, For me specifically, uh, it's not a broadleaf, but nutsedge has been a problem later in the summer when I've got the sprinklers going.
7: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: So I got some sedge hammer and knocked that out real quick. Um, But definitely it doesn't, doesn't cover everything, you know, dandelions, it doesn't kill those off that's a big one people ask me a lot it's like oh will it kill dandelions and no but I guess you know dandelions are pretty easy to kill in and of themselves and if you have a a thick lawn their seeds won't germinate very well either so keep that in mind you know you're not gonna you're not gonna get rid of everything but it definitely definitely gives you a leg up in the game as far as prevention if you get it down early enough in the in the spring.
7: Yeah, and uh, there was a question coming through about maximum usage. I guess it depends on what product you use. I actually have here in front of me, I don't know if you can see this, this is too bright. This is Prodiamine uh, 65 WDG. I got this from uh, Do My Own. I'm reading the uh, label here and it is uh, dependent on, uh, uh, I have here table one maximum application rate based on grass type. So always read the label, you'll find similar information to that here. And uh, you may have some, you know, I, I don't know if there are local restrictions, um, but, you know, there is always read the label. Um, for, for, uh, for this product here in, uh, you know, Kentucky bluegrass, perennial ryegrass, um, you know, it says 0.5 to 1.5 pounds of product per acre is the, maximum, is the maximum rate. So I guess 1.5 pounds per acre is the maximum rate for this product.
5: Yeah, I believe, it, I I believe it's
9: point eighty three. I believe it's point eighty three. And for those that want to do split apps, what I recommend for you guys to do, for example, let's say you guys want to do two apps, so you divide the point eighty three by two, so you get point forty one, point four one five. So if that's if you want to do two two uh, split it up, split it up onto with two, uh, you can go all the way to four uh applications per year but no more than the 0.83 ounces so just be very very careful with prodiamy okay so just be very hey, very so what careful if,
4: uh, what if i've had no issues with crabgrass before no issues with weeds should i put down a pre-emergent
9: um i i, I would that's i see just me, that's just me
4: yeah what you, you scared you can't get it thick or what
9: <laughs> mine mine's super thick I, I'm able to hide all that all that crabgrass with my St. Augustine. That's, that's, that's,
4: what's the that's, difference?
9: That's, a, that's, that's literally one of the good things about St. Augustine. You're able to hide a lot of the weeds that are down there, literally.
0: I thought it was all crabgrass. Nah. Don't hit them, doggy.
9: I'm
4: just saying, say you though, like, problem, I mean, you know? what's the no, negative? No. What's the negative of putting on a pre emergent? I mean, I'm going to skip about 15 K in my backyard just because I'm going to grow up. I'm going to get it long. I'm going to get it thick and I'm going to prevent all them weeds. I mean, I didn't have any crabgrass last year. So, you know, you know, when you put something down, it's definitely having an effect on your soil and on your lawn. I mean, oh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I I spend think a lot some of time... people, if they've never seen the issue, they don't uh, just keep throwing it down every year. You know, you do it for three years, three, four years in a row. You have no crabgrass, why put it down? You know, it's gonna have some type of effect on your lawn. I yeah,
1: think but the that, question the question short. is,
3: is did you not have crabgrass because you were applying the pre-emergent those years and you just you don't know you have a crabgrass problem until you skip a year and all of a sudden you got you know you got crabgrass growing up all over your yard. That so that, that Maybe. I mean yeah.
4: if it comes you know, back, I, I'll smoke it off.
3: <laughs> you, you, you can, go. you <laughs> certainly can. You yeah, know, the whole but, acre. <laughs> Yeah. So, <laughs> in, 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 in my, my opinion you, do you yeah, not put down opinion, pre-emergent?
4: To... No I do but I mean I don't know I think you I'm going to skip it. I'm, i think I'm going to skip most of it this year
6: No I mean I I, I think it's interesting I I did the same thing I, I I put down pre-emergent in my front yard I tested a half my backyard not putting anything down this year Uh neighbors on both sides got destroyed with winter weeds between Poa nutsedge everything um I didn't see a huge difference between my front and my back, but yeah, I mean, it's an interesting point. Like, is it just from doing it in prior years that you're still getting coverage, but
4: mm. yeah, I, I might just see the hell out of it in the spring. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking about yeah. uh, different options. I just dormant, it, dormant seated, um some of it uh, in January, you know, I might just keep uh, throwing seed on it until it gets to the heat of the summer
1: and then hope for the best. I left my backyard alone th- this year. Didn't do much watering and, and didn't didn't put any chemicals down or, or fertilizer or anything. And it, it it's it's struggling. But um, I'm thinking about if I want to overseed in the spring, which would mean I wouldn't be putting down pre-emergent. Um, so so I mean that's definitely something to consider too. Is if you're wanting to seed in the springtime, you know you're not going to want to use it. And, you know, and if you haven't used it for a few years, it would be worth worth trying to see. You know, what if you put down less or or none at all just to see how it does i mean if your lawn's looking good and thick and you may not even may not even need it you may get a few more weeds than what you got the year before but you know uh, some of the stuff i was reading talked about you know if you got good control with it you can try to back off and see if you don't need it as much um definitely worth something looking into it definitely would save you a few bucks too if uh, ended up not being a problem for you well, yeah. Weeds grow when pH is off
4: and when nutrients are off, they take yeah. advantage of it and they kind of sneak in. So, I mean, you got your pH, oh. right. You got your soil, right. You got your nutrients, right. You sure oh, it good. I mean, you know, yeah. if you're first, pers- I mean, I'm not recommending not putting down a pre-emergent by any means, yeah. but I'm just saying, you know, there's options out there where it's not a necessity if, you know. Sure. It's probably
1: yeah. most important if you're trying to, revive your lawn and really working hard to to get it you know looking like you know like our like our our lawns are now you know if you're somebody who's new and wanting to get the hang of things i think it's a definite a good tool to have that way it takes some of that pressure off your off your your turf and then you can focus on making your lawn as healthy as you can during the growing season um but if you already have you know a fire lawn it may not be as as big of a deal yeah thanks Brett. grass capades um he said i think it's
4: so easy to kill off stuff in cool season grasses it's not 100 percent needed which that's kind of what i'm saying you know if something Ooh. comes up if you're aggressive with it smoke that shit off i mean <laughs> there's there's chemicals for, to kill about everything right now besides bent grass <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and
3: bermuda and cool season lawn i don't see um, i i don't know i i kind of think that you know, and especially, you know, out in, in places that have, you know, farm stores nearby or like uh, uh, feed stores, you know, you can get, you know, a a, a 50 pound bag of pre for, you know, 15 bucks in some cases. Yeah. So for me, for me, it's, it's cheap insurance that stops those weeds from happening in the first place. So that way you can concentrate your year on building your turf, and what the rest of your fertility plan and fertilization schedule, because, because you're right, you know, that this is only part of the, 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 puzzle. You have to have your pH, right. You have to have, you know, your, your micros and macros, right. So that way you can have a healthy lawn, but this just kind of, you know, to, to me, it like puts the, puts the cap on, on the lawn so that way you could start to, to, to worry about, uh, you know, other, other things. And, you know, if you got a bunch of weeds coming up and have to smoke them off, then you're going to have dead dead spots and brown spots, and you know, it's it, it, it certainly so. There, so there's two. You know, you have the route to take where you don't worry about it, and then kill the the weeds that do pop up later. That's fine, uh, but you know, there's also the you know have have this insurance
8: really, uh, and then
3: be able to concentrate on you know building a, a healthy lawn. Mm.
8: Hey, Sean, since you're talking about that in the cool season, um. Ottawa Grassman wanted to know if you had any good sources or, or for articles on crabgrass prevention in cold temps.
3: Ooh. Yeah, so there's so this this is my tip for finding good sources. This is going to be. I don't. I'll, Oli, do you got a, a hot tip? Sound effect. <laughs> you uh, Got a hot tip. <laughs> <laughs> so, got him.
4: So, <laughs> so,
3: so just just take your question or the topic that you're thinking about and, and Google search it and just add .edu at the end of your question or topic. And that'll bring up the academic studies, the academic articles about what you're looking for. So if you're really looking for crabgrass in cool season, turf, just, t- just p- type that out and add .edu at the end of it. And then you'll 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 get all the articles. So I know I know the University oh, of Missouri has some great sources, Yeah, uh, North Carolina, University of Tennessee. So all those, you know, all those uh, big like turf program universities in, your, you know, they'll be kind of around the country and you can find one close to you and get information that'll work for, for your region.
1: Yeah, I was uh, sneaking into work every day, a little bit early this week. So I'd get on the computer and, and look some of that stuff up. Cause I was like, oh, I want to you know, know what I'm talking about more so than just a cursory knowledge. And I stumbled on uh, Purdue's extension office and man, they are a treasure trove of stuff, homeowners. They have a ton of articles about all sorts of stuff. Um, so that, that was something I found super helpful, but yeah, I, I've done Mizzou as well. They've had great stuff. They have a lot of good stuff about trees and, and shrubs and stuff at, on Mizzou's too. But, yeah, definitely those university extensions office, if there's a a big state school close to where you live, see what they have and how easy their website is to find information. And and some of them seem to be easier to navigate than others.
3: Yeah. So I'll I'll shout out to my alma mater. Penn State's got one of the best turf programs in the entire country, and their website's organized really well uh, to be able to find information. so if you're in the Northeast or in the Mid-Atlantic, you know, they're a great resource for you, as are most other Big Ten schools. Uh, and then some of the other oh. big, uh, big, <laughs> the big, the big state schools around uh, around the country.
6: Yeah, I was just gonna say that uh, the the state universities uh, reach out to these people. Like, literally, just go on their turf management, their horticulture program, find out a department chair or anybody that's a PhD candidate. Anybody there? These people will be thrilled. I mean, genuinely <laughs> thrilled if you took any interest in what they are doing. There are so many things from like soil testing. You can ask them any question. They'll share their research with you just because you take an interest in it. So whoever your local university is, like for me, like I'm in Iowa, so my alma mater is Iowa State. I have a great connection there. They are, most of these people are more than happy to share what they're doing. So I highly recommend trying to leverage that. A lot of them will literally do soil sample testing for you for free um, just because you're genuinely interested. So seriously reach out to your local state university for that stuff yep. mm-hmm. F- find yeah find your
3: extension I'm, I'm going to the extension probably later this week to drop off my soil for my annual soil test and, and you're right. right they live for they live for talking about this kind of stuff so you know chat them up like even the the office here has a horticulturist on staff that you know i'd, I'd spent 20 minutes last year talking to him when i did my soil test so
8: yeah i'm glad we talked a little bit what Soil testing, guys, but uh, we actually got a question from Made You Look Long Care Lalo. He wants to know if, if putting down pre-emergence are going to affect your soil test. It's a
7: good does question. Anybody know
8: that?
4: From what I've read, if it I has fertilizer in though.
8: it. If it doesn't yeah. have fertilizer in
4: it, it won't. But some have fertilizer in it. So yeah. does um doesn't uh, which that's a whole nother um, debate. You putting down pre-emergent yeah. with fertilizer in it or without fertilizer in it? I'm going to ask that same
2: question. Or are you doing both at the same time? Right.
4: Yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Are you putting in it with fertilizer in it or without?
1: So, um, I buy separate, but I'm going to, my, when I am putting my prediamine down this year, I'm also going to throw some fur down too. Cause that, cause you know, that's, that's when your grass is starting to wake up too. So, um, it makes it makes sense. I think that might be why you know, at least for simplicity's sake as well. But that might be why a lot of companies have a, you know some kind of a combination. of says, you know you're going to be putting it down when your grass is waking up too, so you want to get those nutrients in the soil as well. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, know,
2: I know. For me, like I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be doing pre-emergent and fertilizer um, at the same time. Now, I am going to try something out that I have not done before. I'm going to bomb my whole lawn overseeding I'm going to do it in the spring and I'm going to do it in the fall I'm going to aerate it and I'm going to seed it because I've never done it and you know that's kind of something I want to see I want to see I want to see what it does so just I make sure
3: you that. don't uh, aerate aerate before you put down your pre don't aerate right, after right.
2: <laughs> yeah so I'm gonna I'm gonna aerate it and I'm gonna overseed it and um and I'm gonna use tenacity because I'm gonna overseed obviously like I'm not can't use but Nice. Um, my original plan for the year was that I was going to do prodiamine, uh, cause I did tenacity last year as well. Um, but I think if I go two years in a row, probably even three, right? Like it's, it's pro- that's probably fine, but and then switching it up after that. So this year I'm going to do, um, like I said, I'm going to, I'm going to do a spring and a fall overseed and try to get some of that new seed that I got working and, and see where that goes because i'm really i'm really psyched about it and uh and i'm gonna i don't want to do tenacity when i'm seeding it so then maybe then probably next year i'll go with perdiamine switch yeah. it up
1: so one of the things I, I was looking up oh go ahead so i was just saying um i was looking into you know leaching out of the soil and, and issues with like you know, runoff and stuff like that, uh, on my social media, I get tons of questions or critiques from people saying, oh, chemicals are bad for the environment, blah, blah, blah. What are your guys, you know, what do you, what do you guys know about, you know, soil retention, leaching with, you know, the three big ones, bridiomy, dothiopyr and pandemethalin. Uh, do you guys know much about, you know, do they migrate? Is there a huge risk of, uh, you know, harming the environment or something, you know, do you guys have any thoughts on that?
3: I mean, if you, if you apply it correctly and water it in correctly, it'll, it'll hold in that soil layer pretty well. And if you apply it at the right rate, if you don't overapply, apply, you, you'll be okay. But it, it, I mean, it holds in the soil, especially prodiamine holds yeah. in the soil really well. I mean, almost to the point where, you know, it's, it's the activity of the soil itself that degrades the prodiamine because right. it, it sits in the soil so well. Uh, and that's what the limiting factor is. So, you know, if you're following the if you're if you if you're applying the right rate, following the directions, watering it incorrectly, then uh, you know you'll you'll be okay and shouldn't have to worry about runoff. Unless you're like bombing it with you know nitrogen or you get a huge rain that washes all your granule stuff away.
1: Yeah, that's basically kind of what the conclusion I came to is that it's not really something to worry about if you're applying it properly. It's not really going to go anywhere. So that was a nice thing to find out for if anybody's concerned about that when it's time.
6: Yeah. I mean, that sounds like a whole other topic. I mean, I could talk about two four D forever <laughs> on environmental impact. I would obviously totally different, but yeah, maybe we should have a, uh, a chemical based
7: discussion for another.
6: Well, event,
3: we so. got s- we go. save that for the post emergent herbicide episode.
5: This is pre-emergent. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs>
7: And uh, real quick, while we're getting things set up here, uh, Princess Cut, I am ready for Saturday. Uh, Princess Cut, we're doing a freshman class of 2020, so go check it out on Saturday, I think it's 8 o'clock Eastern. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, I wanted to, I I have here my little uh, A.M. Leonard book of cultural and uh, horticultural tool and supply uh, magazine catalog or whatever, and um, they've got a good pre-emergent section here. Uh, just wondering if, if I'm just going to bounce a few things off you guys to see if you've heard of any of this stuff. So Snapshot is a product. Yeah. Two percent trifluralin. Yep. Landscape percent. landscaping product. Yeah.
8: Yeah. yeah. and I use there's that number. in my flower beds. Yeah, that's Another that's yeah, that's preen.
7: Yeah, preen Another mm-hmm. one is uh, uh Surfland. I think a similar landscaping type product. Uh, it's 40%. I can't say this, but Orizalin. Allen. Did I say that right? Arazolin? Arazelin?
4: Yep. Nailed it. Mm. I have no idea how to pronounce these things. <laughs> <laughs> Nap shot's expensive. So if anybody wants to split a bag with me,
1: let me know.
7: Yeah. <laughs> Seeing here, 50 pounds is like 117 bucks.
1: Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I was trying to find, I mean, there's a ton of stuff out there, and it, it seems like the big three are maybe the ones that are more cost effective or not cost prohibitive for your common, you know, homeowner, really. I mean, if you're getting into the, you know, some of that other stuff, it seems like the the three we've been talking about are probably the ones that you'll see most often, at least in the big box stores or, or online, um, easily to obtain and, 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 and in granular form as well. If you don't have a, a liquid sprayer like, like me, I don't have one. So I, I like the granular. Yeah. I think that's something to think
0: about, you know, I'm sure, there's probably 50 different brands and products out there. But, you know, if, if you don't have all the knowledge, you know, not all of us were, you know, golf course, superintendent, greenskeepers, and whatnot. So let's just say your average Joe, if he's going to go out to Lowe's, and he's going to look for a bag of X brand product that's got pre-emergent on it. That's probably what they're going to buy. You know, not everyone's ordering through catalogs. Not everyone's going to a landscaping store. You know, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of people. And I'm for one, you know, for many years, all I did was I went down to the local hardware store. You know, they got step one. Your step one is your pre mergent That's what I bought, you know. So I think, you know, don't overthink it. Don't overcomplicate it in regards to you don't have to go out and buy this bottle of something that you can't even pronounce, you know, and just, you know, don't, don't, don't think you have to go that route. You don't have to, you know, spray and whatnot. You can go down to, you know, you can order something off the internet. You can go to the local hardware store, you can go to Scott's, whatever it is. You can buy that step one bag of pre-emergent look at the pounds that you're supposed to put down and throw it down. It's probably going to do similar than a lot of us what going, you know, what we're doing.
2: Yeah. And even the stuff that, I mean, Oh, Lee's been posting a lot, right. About, you know, his, his Claris product, that he's uh, that he's trying that he's using this year. So I mean, like, that's got prodiamine in it, right, bro? Yes, sir. All right.
8: I haven't run a pre-emergent for the last two years, and um, honestly, hadn't had but very minimum trouble. So it's if if you got bare ground, it's more than if you got thick turf, you know. Mm. So I've had very little trouble, but this year I'm gonna try this uh, Calaris product, the sixteen two three Screaming Green with the prodiamine. Give it a shot for yeah. first round.
1: I'm going that same route. And I I
2: think, honestly, I think that for somebody who, um, you know, is new to that, you know, somebody who's new to to pre-emergence or or spraying products or any of that kind of stuff, right? Like a product like that, I think is probably Uh, really good for, for somebody who's new to pre-emergence because much easier. You can just look at your application rate for the bag and put it Mm -hmm. down and, you know yes, you're yeah. good to go. I mean, why, yeah. like Nate's saying, why, why overthink it for, overthink for some people it, yeah. who are new to it or have never done it before, or, or even somebody that just doesn't have the the time to sit there and think, overthink all this stuff, right? Like maybe somebody doesn't want to do that. So,
5: Dude, I'm, Dude, I'm, still them book. Book. I'm still in that boat. I'm still in that boat.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely sounds like at the at the rates for the different products, they're all going to be. I mean, at least the big three are all going to be similarly you know, efficacious and stopping weeds and stuff, you know, they're all calibrated to whatever rates are needed. Efficacious.
2: Uh, He's a doctor. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, so you could go with any one of them really and just follow the label on the bag. And I think, I think you'll be all right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, you get, uh, you know, the, the range of products and there's no shame in, you know, what Nate said using, using Scott's with the halts in it. That's fine. You're going to get a big flush of growth with that too. Cause it's got a ton of nitrogen uh, all the way through, you know, the more advanced, you know, like the Clara's product uh, or, you know, some other uh, barricade or dimension product uh, all the way to, you know, like a, uh, this year I'm going to start using my backpack sprayer to, to spray weeds. So, you know, there's, there's a range of options for, for anybody to to be able to to get their pre-emergent down Not Well, not now, well, maybe now for some parts of the country, but uh, you know, get your pre-emergent down on time, you know, right when those soil temps are hitting around 50 to 55 and, uh, and stop, stop the weeds, uh, the, the grassy weeds, especially crabgrass from, uh, from, from wrecking your lawn this year. So. All
8: right, guys, well, we're almost to hit our time mark, but I wanted to try and transition from that into our giveaway, but a quick question from Otto and Grassman, who do you guys have to win the Super Bowl? and Ooh. is a greens Creek, Greens keeper of a pro sports team, a dream job for you. So who do you guys have going for the Super Bowl?
1: Brady. I got to go with the Chiefs, man. Chiefs. Uh, I mean, Brady's a monster, but i got to go with the Chiefs, man.
3: Yeah, I don't want to see Brady win another one. So <laughs> Chiefs. <laughs>
8: if he <laughs> was, wins, was, he's was, the
4: GOAT. He's the GOAT yeah. if he wins.
8: I'd As like a Steelers see,
0: fan, I don't want to see him do that. Second, <laughs> I'd like to see him win just so he, he's doing it outside of – uh, New England.
5: That's the only yeah, reason. That, that, that would be cool. Yeah. Man, you know, another up. one, he says he another
2: play to one, one that Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Chiefs. I mean, I got no horse in this race. So, I mean, you yeah. know, one of my one of my best <laughs> one of my best friends is from Kansas City. He's a big uh, big Chiefs fan. So, I'm gonna go with yeah. the Chiefs. I think they. I think, yeah, they're, I think they're good for it.
3: And now, right. and and now now I know that being a, 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 a turf manager at a sports stadium is my dream job. You know, back when I was in college, I didn't know that. So I, I wish <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I would have known. But.
0: Right. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm this
3: gonna
4: this all right, Let's do
0: it. Yeah. So this is for the Toro. I wear sunglasses. Um, I have those in hand. They're in my possession. Um, no so,
8: way. So no ever... way. No way. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, <laughs> no. no. What
4: in the world? <laughs> <laughs>
8: So that oh, doesn't man. even happen, man. Yo, wow. That's
1: the luckiest game. No way,
6: dude. Just do it again. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: no. oh, 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 oh. I, I think win. the area, right. sorry, I mean, uh, we're going do again. it
6: again.
2: Right. Yo, Homestead, I like you, dude, but uh, yeah. I don't know uh, if you know could win both on the same episode.
9: <laughs>
4: <laughs> he won well, my giveaway yesterday. Greenwood. Right? That's what I got for the spring at Greenwood. There you go
8: so
0: by uh by popular vote homestead cannot win another one i guess so <laughs> yeah. but uh yeah so, i mean guys, listen like no hate
2: now. no hate i like the guy a lot i'm just saying
0: <laughs> so yeah that's i don't know how that happened but uh he definitely needs to go buy some lottery tickets, I'll tell you that.
8: Yeah, he needs so. to share the lottery with all of us. We're giving away all our stuff to him.
0: <laughs> so right now, guys, we're we're about 50 minutes into this thing. You know, we've got some good chat going. Um, I think, you know, in the past we've ran a little long. So uh, as we said, we're going to keep it to an hour. Um, and I think that's what we're going to do. We're going to hold true to that. Um, you know, great, mm-hmm. great, great conversation. Great chat tonight. Um, you know, obviously we don't have a lot of time to get to every single question, but we appreciate everyone jumping in, um, asking questions. You know, I know a lot of us, we kind of go back through, we're going to watch it. Uh, we're going to watch it, um, tomorrow or we're going to watch it the next day. So, uh, if you have questions that we didn't answer, reach out to one of us on Instagram. Um, you know, just message us and say, Hey, you know, I was, was kind of curious about this. Didn't really get my question answered. What do you guys think? We have a chat that's all 13 of us. We're like school girls in that thing. We talk <laughs> all we talk yeah. all day long, all day, from sunrise to sunset. I mean, we're literally talking all day long. So if you have a question, reach out to one of us. And if we don't know the answer directly, because if you ask me, I probably won't know. I'm probably you know, I'm that D minus student that's in the class, and I'm I'm with the group that's getting the A plus. So, you know, I don't have all the answers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna consult these guys. We're gonna talk about it. And then, you know, we'll reach back out to you with some answers and some feedback. But yeah, I just want to reiterate again, you know, we're not pros. We're not experts. We're a bunch of DIY dads from all over the United States that we just love grass. We love what we do. And we decided, you know, to pull this thing together and just chat, you know, um, that, that's the whole point of this. So, you know, if you're in the chat and, you know, we're giving bad advice, you know, don't bust our balls over it or anything because, you know, this is what we do. This is what has worked for us. It's maybe not worked for us. But like I said, we're just you know some DIY dads. That's all we are. And um, but yeah, like I said, hit us up on Instagram. Um, all of us kind of have our uh, our our Instagram names and our logos behind us. Um, but yeah, throw it in the chat if you you know if, if you want one of us to hit you up with a question, throw that in the chat. But um, I think with that, guys, we're gonna you know we we thank you guys for being on. If you're watching this at a later date, we thank you for watching our show. Um, we will be back next week. We got a great topic picked out for next week. So with that, we're all going to raise our glasses again.
2: Nate, I got one thing before we, uh, before we sign off. I'm sorry to interrupt you, bro. Hey, what's um, the
0: topic? Nate? We didn't mention the
2: stickers. We didn't mention the stickers. So we just got go our ahead. stickers in. Yeah. Go we just got it. our stickers in for the show. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I got one little taped right here to my thing. I don't know if it's gonna show up too well. Well,
3: don't put your but... thing on YouTube. We'll get in <laughs> yeah, exactly
2: on <laughs> <laughs> my mic stand. Looks good. Uh, but we got our our keep off the grass stickers. True. So if uh, you know, listen. If you guys if you guys want to get in on one of those, shoot a DM to the keep off the grass Instagram page uh, with your name and address, and we'll shoot one out to you. And um, oh, hot,
7: <laughs> so I wanted
2: to I wanted to make sure that we got that in. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Nate. Uh, all
7: I'm right, sorry. Nate. Nate. Not- also, sorry. uh All of our contact information is linked in the in the description below, so it'll make it cool. convenient for anyone to reach out to any of us. Yeah, give you us know. a like and a subscribe too
1: if you haven't already. Yeah, and hit hit that, hit that, hit that little bell. And, bell. <laughs> and, yeah, so you know
7: when you know
3: when we go live next uh, <laughs> next Tuesday Tuesday nights we go live.
1: <laughs>
0: but yeah. So uh, with that,
3: please now remember to have
0: your pets spayed or neutered to help control the pet population. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
5: have a good night, everyone. Right, and thank take you. it easy, guys. Yeah. Remember. Thanks, everybody. Keep off the grass. All right, guys, that is it. Hey, everyone watching, we appreciate you tonight, and I hope everyone's staying safe and warm and has electricity. Uh, you know, think of all the ones that are out there that doesn't that don't have all that stuff. So I was I was there just you know two hours ago. So, but uh, hey, I uh, hope you guys had fun and learned a little bit. I know there's a whole bunch more uh, that may go into next episode. I know I wanted to even ask some questions because uh, I've never overseed it, but that's cool. But hey. Uh, Let's grab a glass one more time and uh, keep off asking you guys have a great night